Hello! Welcome to Why Not Both. My name is Pam Schaefer, and I'm a musician and therapist in Los Angeles. Why Not Both is all about how our multiple passions inform our identity. And this season, we are brought to you by Under the Radar Magazine and produced by Laura Studeris. If you like what you hear, please make sure to like us and subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform and come spend time with us on social media. We are at WNB the podcast, and that is both on Instagram and on Twitter. For this episode, we got to hang out with Allison Mosshart. You might know her as one of the main musicians in the band The Kills or in The Dead Weather or from her really cool visual art. Basically, she's just a total badass. It was an honor to get to chat with her, and I hope that you enjoy our interview. Every day I do virtual Pilates classes with all my different instructors in California and Nashville, and everyone everyone just has dogs running in and out, dogs running under their bodies, dogs standing on <laughs> their bodies, children <laughs> running by with their pants off, little kids going like, I need you to wipe me! <laughs> totally... It is amazing. It's like watching crazy comedy. It's so good. <laughs> so like, you like know the inside of all these people's homes where you've never been is also another thing. You're like, what choices? Those are interesting choices. Um, yes. It's awesome. I love it. I mean, it's all a little bit too up close and personal, but you know, <laughs> I, I, there's not a single class that I don't get the giggles really bad. Oh, that's amazing. Well, and I think it's kind of like how we initially had goat yoga that was supposed to be somehow like adorable and yet contained. And now we have like dog and child Pilates. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then also the husbands of these women just like asking really dumb, loud questions like, my shirt? And like turning the TV up really loud. And you're like, can you just get him to turn? Oh, oh my god oh just really? smile. <laughs> so funny. Oh, that's so funny yeah oh I my god just what i'm trying to say i just need to touch now about everything <gasps> like spoiler alert for a future episode i interviewed kathleen hannah and she had the same experience where at one point she kind of paused and then she's like my husband appears to be wearing a very vibrant shirt and he's never done this before and i'm concerned should yeah. I check on him? He's turning a corner. He's turning a corner. We don't know where it's going, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in a pretty funny mood, I think, you know. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Everyone, everyone has experienced now the strangeness of that. Or I was talking to um to another person about how we've all become basically the dogs that get really excited about deliveries now. And that basically I I tip delivery workers pretty much whatever the bill was. I try to give them that tip because they are quite literally keeping me alive. And it's amazing when they come by and I, I, obviously you can't even open the door, but I'm always like screaming. I'm like, thank you. You're awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Waving randomly at anything and anyone. And I've never waved so much in my life. (laughs) Any car, cars on the highway, just hi. Yeah, I've been trying to practice my like smizing because I mean I have a, I guess everyone your mask covers most of your face and I, I have a particularly small face, and so it covers so much of what I realize. Usually I would smile at someone and I like 
I, I can't. And then I was like, wait, does my smizing look like I'm squinting at you? Like, I, 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 <laughs> you see someone and you just shut your eyes. <laughs> That's what it looks like. <laughs> I don't want them to think that I'm cringing. I'm like, how do I? <laughs> We just need to like paint smiles on our masks so you know or just like make a little message that like you're you're all right under there that yeah kind of yeah one, one of my friends found a company that they make masks that are actually it's a print oh yeah That's good. yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that must look so creepy i want that oh well welcome to why not both where we can make face masks of our yeah. face Okay, it's so completely normal. Your face and you wear my face today. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I usually start off asking, you know, like, what do you do and what's a better question? And I really do think it's topical at this time to be like, what is a better question than what do you do? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, what have I, what have I been doing right now? Is that what you want to know? I mean, yeah, because I did, I did watch your video and I loved it. And I wanted to ask you about that. And I wanted to ask, like, since time is kind of a construct now, it's like, what, what you doing with your time? I mean, I don't know what's up, but I feel like days are still too short and I'm, I've like over made myself too busy. Mm. I'm starting to get jealous of all these other people who are now like, you know, I'm just spending time on me. And, um, you know, like face masks and, uh, you know, take exercising and cooking. And I'm like up till five in the morning, just getting super obsessed with videos and music and all of this stuff. I'm going like, holy shit, it's five in the morning. <laughs> what have I, been doing? I don't know what I've been doing. I just keep doing it. Like I just keep doing it day after day and night after night. And, um, days go by where I don't even go outside and I can go outside. I have an outside. It's right there. And yep. it seems yep. like another planet. Um, yeah, I've just been working on music, painting, drawing, drawing the news. I'm really into drawing the news right now. It doesn't Whoa. Work. I don't know, because I kind of want to hear the news, but then I can't just look at the news. So I've been supposedly like, kind of like drawing at the same time and looking up now and then. And those pictures are getting interesting. Um, wow, that I'm fascinated by that because I too have difficulty watching the news like I have difficulty I don't know if you experience this but when I'm watching anything I, I I start really like over relating with the people that I'm watching um and it's sometimes like too distressing um and so I, I'll listen to the news because then I can just like at least just use one sense to engage it but yeah. I never I never thought to draw it and I'm so curious what that looks like well it doesn't look like the news it <laughs> people so i mean i love drawing people so it kind of starts as somebody's talking and you're used to mm -hmm. drawing them so you got like a nose and then all of a sudden it's a different person talking so then that eyeball goes there and then it's a different person <sighs> and so they're just pictures of faces but they're not you know it's very hard to tell who anybody would be yeah but i like it it's just nice it's like I'm, i don't draw realistically ever i um takes too long <laughs> it's just like very like fast and and a bit surreal and stuff so it's a nice it's a nice little exercise um you know I've been watching Cuomo press briefings every single morning since this started so I have literally I mean is wow. it, I could be considered a stalker at this but there's a stack it's like I probably have like 50 
pictures of Andrew Cuomo that I've drawn. All different wow. guys, different, um, you know, Andrew on the weekend, no tie. <laughs> you know, when he changes his watch, it's a massive day. Like, <gasps> oh my God, he's wearing a different, oh, okay, then, you know, it's just, these are the things. So th- these are usually my mornings. And wow. then, and then I, I, I meditate and then I start working, start answering letters and emails and, you mm-hmm. know, making plans for whatever it is I need to get done that night. And, um, and I, and then I do Pilates and then I mm-hmm. make some 15 minutes for dinner. You know, I'm like ready to fucking go. And, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then I, and then I start working on whatever it is, you know, it's been oh. a number of projects. I've done so many different types of things during this, um, paintings and art. And I made a, I made like two and a half yards of fabric one night where I just like designed this whole thing and paint, like laid the entire thing out on my floor and mm-hmm. made fabric and I've made so many videos. Um, yeah, written songs. Every day it's a little different, you know, just depending on what somebody needs or wants or what's going on. But uh, I, there just seems to be no end to, hey, can you make this for this or that for that? And I'm and like, yeah, I'm on it. I'm very happy to. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's what's really interesting is like, there's a lot of things that I've been doing lately that I would never, ever have the time to do. Certainly not at the level that I'm doing them at, you know, mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. someone did something really simple, like a, like a video for something that's, you know, like a minute long, um, I would have just filmed it on my phone and sent it, you know, it would have taken one minute, one minute's right. time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, it would take that amount of time. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> time. Now, I don't know. I'm like, I have this idea. I want to do this. And so I'll work on it for a whole evening, you know, or two or whatever. Yeah. Like when I figured out when I made that rise video, um, yeah. that was such a cool learning experience. It was really frustrating because I did it on iMovie, but I didn't know iMovie. So what a great place to start, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and I realized very quickly that iMovie was not going to do the things that I needed iMovie to do. Mm-hmm, but, um, mm-hmm. It was just a series of fails until I got to that edit where I was like, okay, if I move one more thing, if I change it, it will explode in my hands. Like, <laughs> I can't, this is the video. If there's a part that someone doesn't like, sorry, I'm smoking in this. There's no other footage to replace it with. There's nothing I can do. This is what it is. And, um, and so it was really interesting. And then right after that, I did a I did another music video for the second song, It Ain't Water. Mm. Having learned what I learned doing the first one, I spent much more time like conceptualizing it and planning it out because I knew what I would not be able to do once it was filmed. You know, mm. like get exactly what I needed in the footage before even throwing it into the computer. And so that one was a, a lot smoother. I mean, because I knew what was going to happen. Um, <laughs> and then to, to you know, I after that, after I feel like I ran iMovie's course to the bitter end, um, yes. after watching a million tutorials and all my questions, the answer was always no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, went, I got myself Final Cut Pro. And it's I like being on a dream vacation. It is <laughs> so brilliant. <laughs> oh, my God. What did you tell me? Uh, oh I my know, god! I don't think I'd have the appreciation for it that I do if I hadn't gone through the iMovie hell. 
Um, but that is so funny. Yeah, now the answer is always yes. And it's just so exciting for me. So I've been having a lot of fun with that. And I love anytime I've got anything to make a film for now, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, You're yeah. like, I can do it. I can do it. And isn't that fun? Like that, I feel like it's really important for people to hear that you failed over and over again, repeatedly making this project to be like, I can't, how do I even edit this? <laughs> like, yeah. in, in a weird way, that can sometimes be like the best way to even start an endeavor is to be like really critically bad at it. Um, <laughs> I mean, you have to be bad at everything. I'm still critically bad at it. You know, it's, it's really, but it's, it's, finding those little, I guess like music or making art or anything, the way that I approached making the video, it was like, you're looking for kind of happy accidents because you lack the control or the right. you know, knowledge of how to do it. So it's like, it's a kind of beautiful thing. You're sort of making this moving sculpture. You're sort of letting it play out, you know? And um, yeah, that's why I loved it. And I think that's why I like making videos. It's not, it's for, it's, it's because it seems like quite, out of control and magical to me. I don't know what I'm going to get. I can I can plan it all I want to, but then there's just always going to be something or ten things or twenty things. You know. Yeah, and it's almost it's like I I enjoyed watching the video and it's it's cool to know now how it was made and that you were kind of just like, what am I doing? I don't know. Let's yeah. do the thing, um, yeah. because it it captured a lot of that mood of at least how I felt at the beginning, where like. I am in much the same, I guess, like cut from the same cloth that I will stay up all night just doing stuff because I'm fascinated by making things. Um, and it captured that, like that kind of pacing around that layered feeling of like, you aren't trapped, but you are kind of all of a sudden at home in your own body. And that's about it being like, what yeah. do I do? Um, and I liked that. Like it, I, I liked it because I related to it. It's not that I like go about being like, and now be trapped in your own experience. Goodbye. Did you have that feeling at the beginning of this? Like I've been talking to a lot of artists and musicians and stuff about this, but the that first month of lockdown was so strange. Like I think psychologically and emotionally for me, it was like all of the things that I normally love to sit up all night and do. And primarily that would be music, you know, every night. Mm -hmm. I couldn't do it. Yeah. yeah for something it was I could do I could do all sorts of other things I mean I spent a whole day and a half like not sleeping making strange sculptures out of cardboard boxes and painting them in my yard I mean like that's excellent that's, my brain was just like we need to do something I don't know just something I hadn't done before and the videos fell into that too something mm -hmm. I didn't have any like memory or you know emotion attached to it yet it didn't like it wasn't my life as I'd known it you know working on that kind of a thing and so it was seemed so natural for me at the time but I was getting really concerned that like I pick up a guitar and be like no fuck this that's I yes I can't write a lyric I don't like any of my lyrics what the fuck I don't want to write a song about a virus please no like I'll just I don't know what to do. And I was like, like I was saying, I was like, I have a feeling, you know, this is going to go in some pretty crazy phases where I have so much adrenaline from all of this. Yes. So like so whacked out. And that's awesome. If I use it in the right way, it'll also bring me down if I don't, you know? So yes, I was just like furiously trying to use it to keep myself occupied and curious, you know? Um, and then it, but it shifted though. It did, I had like a couple weeks ago, like 
I was just sort of, I kind of felt like, oh man, you know, this is going to go on a long time. Now, this is something that I've known for a long time and been saying, but not with that tone, you know? You know, suddenly I was able to play music again. And then wow. I got all excited again. And it's, it's almost like it did just get normal. And that's concerning. But also, I mean... I'm happy to be able to write songs again. Um, but it was yeah. a strange thing where I was like, not normal, not normal, nothing's normal, nothing's normal, can't write either. So that's like a real sign of that. Yes. And suddenly I'm kind of normalized to this situation. And that's called like, you know, that's just human coping. You just decide that you like this so so that you won't go crazy. Yeah, I was going to say, it's like you you get fatigued of the distress and your body's like, I actually can't be distressed anymore. So I will decrease the distress despite the fact that the situation has not changed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Your perspective completely just does a 180. I think that you can sometimes like cognitively understand something before your emotions catch up to you <laughs> yeah perhaps yeah I mean and then now I just hear like people going like gosh I'm just loving this I hope this never I'm like stop okay you've you're coping too hard like <laughs> no, no, no. I want this to end this needs to end for the world's sake it needs to, we need to get better you know no this is not how I would like to live out the rest of my days no, no, no. Yeah. it's not like that far. Okay, everyone. Well, it's like there's the time to be in the cocoon. There's the time to be the butterfly. And it's like, okay, we're in the cocoon phase, but we can't be in a cocoon forever. Yeah. Because then we're just actually a, a gelatinous mush. And that's weird. Um, right. Which also turns into butterfly. Very weird process. Um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, what you said, that really struck me about what you said, that you were able to engage with other creative things, but not necessarily with your primary creative thing. And I related to that very strongly. It's like there's a short circuit in there. There's other yeah. stuff like clogging this sort of tube, you know, that anxiety and that stress. And, but also not even that. It's just that it's so strange. It's just, yeah. it's also strange. It's the strangest time on earth. And that is bound to have some serious, like, psychological repercussions, you know? Yeah. Which could be incredible and can be terrible, you know? And I think that everyone's feeling both all of the time, which creates that same, like, whirlpool effect of, like, what am I doing right now? Hey, it's cool, but what am I doing right now? <laughs> keep going, keep going. There's nowhere else to be. Okay, all right, fine. I mean, you're just having these conversations all day to yourself. I never talk to myself so much out loud. It's unbelievable. But, you know, I've got a lot to say to myself, apparently, I'm finding out. Uh, we, so we talk all day. <laughs> that is so funny. Yeah, there'll be days. That's so interesting you say that, that like, you're like, oh, I discovered I had so much to talk to myself about. And when you were describing that fabric, yeah. one, I'm very curious, how does one make fabric? And two, it sounds like that's something that would only have occurred at a time like this. Like, when else are you going to be like, yeah, I think I'm going to just like, you know, Make some fabric. Well, you know, actually, it was something that I would do, but it's something that I would never have time to do. Um, uh -huh. so, no, a, a girlfriend of mine makes incredible leather jackets here in Nashville. And she Ooh. had this project, which I don't know if she's going to do or it will be pushed, but she had a really cool project of uh, making canvas jackets. And she was going to send these canvas jackets to a bunch of different artists and have them paint the jackets. And oh, I, I, love that. I was like, you know what? I don't like painting on stuff. That's already so it's really hard. It just kind of, it's like quite messy and stuff. Um, 
was like, can I just have the raw canvas mm. and, that, and then you can make a jacket out of that. And I think that'll be, I mean, I have then have more control over what happens on it because it's flat, you know? I was just going to say that also makes it high stakes if the jacket's already been sewn to be like, well, there's nothing yeah. I can experiment with yeah. because only with, yeah. And you couldn't really pull the fabric taut, I would imagine. No, you can't. And it's really, and especially canvas, which is incredibly, it's not like um, primer or anything. It's just raw canvas. So, so anything you paint on, it's just going to suck right in and it's not really going to sit the way you put it. So, right. so I, I got this huge stack of canvas and just rolled the entire thing out on my floor and, and worked on that for a couple of nights. And it was so beautiful and cool. And I'm looking at it, it's like the biggest painting I've ever done, you know? And it was like day two of lockdown. <laughs> All right, well, let's, it should continue this way. Oh my. <laughs> oh my gosh, your, your house becomes like Baba Yaga's. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, it is looking pretty nuts right now. <laughs> I've got like my camera, I've got like tripods, I've ordered lights. And this is becoming like a full pirate operation over here. It's really, you know, um, everything. Thank God we can still order art supplies and stuff like that. And oh my God. That's, you're so right. And pirate operation is such a great way to put it. Like I was, <laughs> I was very inspired seeing your video because I, I shot a video the first day. It was the day before lockdown. I got so lucky that one of my friends had been basically quarantined in Joshua Tree and she was driving to LA to fly out to Ohio to take care of her mother. Yeah. And she drove into LA and filmed my video in my home um, and then flew to Ohio. And then the next day it was announced that we were in shelter in place. Um, I need to get myself <laughs> some backdrops. I really want that. Yeah. It's it, it, screen. That would be really good. You, you totally, like, I highly recommend it now that you are making, like, making music videos. <laughs> you know, if anything, this has just given me such a level of respect for every filmmaker, video maker I've ever worked with. I'm like, this shit is hard. Yes. It's hard, and it is awesome, and it takes so much foresight and so much thought, and uh, it's really, and a good idea, you know? Ultimately, it takes a really great idea. And um, I think, uh, yeah, I mean, I've always had mad respect for them, but having now gone through the editing process and the filming process, I'm like, oh man, <laughs> it's real. <laughs> well, and yeah, having, having collaborated with a lot of different people, like, are you, are you doing any like long range collaborations? Well, the one, I mean, let's see, I'm trying to think if anything strange I'm thinking I can't remember right now well what I'm mostly doing is just writing with Jamie who's in LA mm -hmm. and so I'm writing a kills record right now with him and we're sending stuff back and forth so that would be the one major collaboration going on at the moment and that mm -hmm. has been going on um especially now that I can write again which is great um, yeah um but I don't know I, I feel like I'm doing all sorts of little things with all sorts of people all the time right now. I mean, everybody's kind of reaching out. Everybody's trying to do something, stay sane. Yeah. And work with each other, you know? Yes. Um, I think it's, it's really wonderful. It's awesome. I think that first month, man, it was just confusing. I was like, what the fuck do we do? I don't know. <laughs> like, oh, let's do this. Let's do that. And I was like, let's just chill out for a second and think about what's going on, you know? And like, let's try to like, 
is that is that sustainable this crazy project that you want to do that you're going to be bored with tomorrow i don't mm -hmm. know like let's let's make something that is matters and is worth our time um just because we have so much time doesn't mean that it needs to be throwaway it's like now we have time to really really focus and give a shit and i know for me and my normal life where i'm flying every week or two or on tour or something and i never have the space to do large things or the yeah. well thought out things you know unless it's a record um it's a really really nice thing where it's like i feel like you know we're all doing homeschooling right now <laughs> whatever it is it's like okay this is the time to to really like grow your imagination and and work on the things that you've always wished you were better at um or wanted to know about or anything i study spanish all the time and one thing i've noticed since this is that my my memory retention is so much bigger wow it's really cool and i'll notice this when i'm working on these lessons and stuff that it's like oh my god you got to tell me like 10 times before i remember it you know and then i've just remembered it and i probably am going to forget it tomorrow <laughs> currently it's just one time it's just sticking and it's like shows you like the speed at which the brain like everything has slowed down certain pressures are just kind of they're not as in your face you know um yeah so it has gotten better and also my returning emails and text time has widened so much like someone texts me and i respond the next day now you know like mm -hmm. life that's like such a no-no i i i like i'm jealous of people who don't feel the pressure to have to respond right away you know that's good that's really healthy um, i aspire to be that person yeah and, I'm <laughs> too. and now i'm just doing it uh, without meaning to yeah feel that sense of guilt like oh shit you know i forgot to write back to that incredible letter or to this question or whatever um but it's because i'm just like so focused on something i'm having that moment where i get so focused and it's just it's like it's like just separating like what is really important to me in that moment and it's not like i need to get back this inane answer that can wait weeks if it needs to you know right while right. i'm working on this and i don't want to be interrupted and um so all these things it's just interesting i think i mean i'm just these are self-observations but um i don't know it's cool i i don't know if i would have ever experienced this you know at the at the speed we were all going and yeah around i was doing which i miss and i can't wait for <laughs> but, but let there be a lesson learned you know throughout this that we don't have to be such a slave to our devices and to this impossible like societal obligation to constantly blah 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 blah, blah. yeah like you're talking about that you know uh like what's the purpose of doing almost and like especially when you said that you were always like on a flight or touring and things like that it's like you know i would imagine at, at that point you're taking in so much information on so many levels that no wonder your brain was like a spanish lesson whatever is that necessary right now <laughs> your brain was like i'm processing so much it right out it's like yeah you learned a whole bunch of shit yesterday and you forgot it this morning okay let's do that again you know yeah but it's 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 been really interesting to and i've been doing things like going for walks like yeah i don't, I don't do that i mean 
I do. I do that on tour all the time because otherwise I'm just sitting backstage and plus I'm in a great city and I don't know that much about it and I want to see the whole thing. And so exactly. I'll walk for four hours, but at home, I don't do that because I'm just right. at home and I know what the street looks like. You know? <laughs> now I get so excited and I walk like, you know, for a couple of hours and I'm just, and I, I've seen all these houses I've never seen before, all these things like details, you know, yeah. that I never noticed. Yeah. Nine years of living here. Never noticed it. Isn't that strange? Like I definitely, I'm, I'm one of the rare Los Angelinos that really enjoys walking. Um, I don't know what's wrong with me. Uh, I, love, I love walking there too. And you know what? Me and my brother always used to make a joke. It's like, if you're walking in Los Angeles, like anyone that sees you just assumes you don't have a car. Yeah. If, if you are walking, but if you're walking and you have a dog, they're like, yeah, that person has two cars. It's like this weird psychology. You can't keep walking. People look at you like you're insane. Like, I do have a car. I've just chosen my legs for the moment. I'm giving them a spin. Let me give them a spin. Come on. Oh my God. That is so funny. It's really, I, I feel like the scope of our lives has temporarily shifted a bit. It's focused people in a way. And what you were saying about that people at the beginning kind of almost frantically wanted to produce things like uh, some of that is I think related to both like capitalist culture, but also that like sometimes a fear response is that we want to do things, you know, that pressure, that urgency is it's constructed. It's not actually there. Having a chance to actually come, I mean, decide my answer, you know, it's like there, someone asked me a question to do something or whatever. Like normally I would either feel like, like, yeah, I've got to do it. Or someone will say, you know what, you really should do this, you know, like, okay. All right. Okay. I'll do it. And then I, I just, I feel like right now it's just really, if I'm doing something, it's because I really want to, it's because mm -hmm. it's something I'm actually interested in. And, um, it's a nice feeling. It's like, I just, I am taking a minute to think about everything before I do it or, you know, commit to it. And, um, and it should have been like that in the first place. I mean, I, I think to a degree it was, but maybe not this much of a degree. Um, yeah. It's, it's, it's like being through the looking glass and going, Oh, we really can do that. Yeah. 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 And it's cool. I'm, I'm, you know, I can't wait for like next month. Like what, what is my brain going to be doing next month? I, <laughs> yeah, it's so interesting. I know the phases are so interesting and they're very defined. They are. So different than I did a month ago. And, and I have no idea what the next one's going to be like. I mean, who knows? But... It's, it's very, it's, it's liberating in a way because especially as someone who produces art and produces songs to know that it's like we're literally all in the process right now <laughs> like there's almost like we don't know the end game so okay. yeah who knows what it is you know and I and I it's it's like I always in my mind that's like oh I know I'm not going to be touring for a really long time you know yeah. and that's a pretty crazy thing and it's like how do I make like do the most positive with my time in between now and then, you know? Yeah. And it would be to work on the music and it would be to like really, again, like, you know, reevaluate why you do certain things. Do you do them because 
everyone does them? Do you do them because that's just what bands do? Do you do them because, you know, the record label thought like what, like all of our old school ways of thinking and almost every industry, we can reevaluate that. It's like, why were we touring on this kind of premise? Why were we doing a record release in this kind of way? Why, you know, were we doing this type of press when no one reads it? Why were, you know, <laughs> all of, or why were we spending zillions of dollars making music videos? Because Allison can't stop making them now, so maybe she should do it. Uh, <laughs> I bet you after this, I'm going to be like, I'm never making a video again. I bet it'll be like that. <laughs> um, you know, but like just all of that, I really appreciate that, um, you know, I can think about that stuff when before I would never have time. I mean, you just don't, I don't have any time. I don't have time to think that. I mean, I hire other people to say, this is going to be the best way of doing this. You know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, the most like economic time-wise and, you know, and all of that. And it's like, well, now we're going to have to reinvent every, we're going to have to invent everything. Now we're going to communicate differently. Now we're going to figure out different ways of playing shows where nobody's there. Now we've got to, you know, or half the people or it's outside or it's like we're all in a glass bubble. I don't fucking know, but we're gonna <laughs> you know, we're going to have to be incredibly, um, you know, inventive. And well, yeah. It's, it's such a strange opportunity to get to like recraft your reality and recraft how you want to do things. Like as you were talking about that, about playing shows, I thought about what you're saying that we can order art supplies and things like that. And I was just like, now you can make your own sets. Like you can stream what you want to, or you can film what you want to, you can portray yourself the way you want to. And in regards to like press cycles and things like that, based on the speed at which we're communicating or taking the time to think between communications, that's going to change how you communicate your art to your audience. It was interesting also in, in hearing you speak of being able to be considerate about where you wanted your focus to go. Cause as like an interdisciplinary artist, I think it's cool that you've been talking about not only working on music, but all the other things. Cause that's actually, I mean, that's kind of the premise of even like why I started this podcast, like way before all this happened. Now it's, it's like morphed into a totally different thing. Um, but it all started because I am a musician and also a therapist and I really love doing both of those things. And I was like, there's gotta be other people that love doing more than one thing. Why yeah. don't I talk to them? Um, <laughs> yeah. And and in a way, it became about like how how we define ourselves. And it sounds like now you're actually getting to spend the time to to put deliberate thought into how you're defining yourself. Because it sounds like your life is like a magical runaway train for a while. And you're like, I'm going to go do this thing. And I'm like, now you're like, which track am I taking? What, what train am I getting on? Like, what am I doing? And I'm like, oh, that's so cool. Yeah, it's exciting. I'm going to have a list so long of all the things that I want to do. <laughs> it's so long and it's been compiling over so many years you know um it, it m makes my head spin it's like this is this is a great start this is a great starting point and hopefully a lesson in life that you know everything doesn't have to be moving that crazy all of the time in fact work wonderful work can be produced probably more so if you just take the time to do it and um I don't know but yeah this it's is just it's so interesting and we're all talking about it and it's, we're all talking about nothing else, you know, yep. but it's happening to all of us. We have one common bond worldwide. We're all in this shit together. So <laughs> we've got to figure it out. And we all have to, I think in a certain way, you said something that I liked uh, that you, 
you were curious about things like it sounded like that was like with the cardboard sculptures and yeah. the videos and with how to paint the fabric it's like you're remaining curious about what's going on around you as opposed to like you said the people who are almost like kind of like nesting a little too much <laughs> yeah. but hey i say whatever it takes to get you through this time do it you know some people yeah. are like god I, I can't do anything i've just been watching tv for days and i'm like as long as you're okay go yeah. because whatever it takes to keep you happy and sane during this time i don't care what it is i don't care if it's just sleeping all the time um you know, like I said, there's going to be phases. There's going to be a moment where you're going to wake up one day and have some energy and this like shock is going to wear off and you're going to be able to function more normally or new normally, whatever it is. But, um, you know, I was at the other end of the spectrum where I just was like working so much. The first yeah. month, absolutely fucking maddening. You know, I was working so much and now it's kind of, I still am, but it's a little different like that, that it's like, it's, it's much more measured now. And mm -hmm. I think that there's always going to be phases and, and literally I just don't, you know, I don't see anything wrong with doing nothing if that's what it takes to get you through it. And, and then I don't see anything wrong with like going OTT <laughs> 90 straight days. You know what I mean? We all have our own style and it's like, wave sister whatever it takes it's like it's fine you know like do the thing there's a fiona apple lyric that i always liked where she says um that she's gonna go out and sit on the lawn and do nothing because it's just what you must do and nobody does it anymore and i was like solid that is solid advice yeah it really is i mean you couldn't i you know it, it would be like putting me in prison having me go sit in the lawn i can't even take a bath you know why because it's too boring and it takes too long and i can't sit there so I'm like so that funny. other side of the thing where I like at one point during this, maybe three weeks in, I said to myself, Allison, let's take a, let's take a bath. Me, I'm two people in this equation. <laughs> I'm all I've got right now. There are and two wolves inside you. Take a bath. Yeah, let's take a bath. I approached said bath. I've lived in this house for nine years. I've taken one bath in this bath in nine years. Wow. I go to, I clean the bath. I get, you know, it's all dusty. <laughs> And I, I go to fill it up and it's like, I discover, and I don't know how long this has been broken, but like maybe since my last bath, nine years mm -hmm. ago, mm -hmm. hot water comes out of that bath. And I was like, damn it. See, I can't even if I wanted to. It's not in the cards. I'm not, a, I don't take baths, you know? I just, oh, that's so funny. You know, if I could sit, if I sat in the grass, it would be hysterical. I would last like four minutes. I did it. I did it. I did You're it. Like, I did it. I did the nothing. I did the nothing. Oh my God. That, that is so deeply relatable. A friend of mine made me like this, like lovely, like salt soak and yeah. I have a candle and I, I made it like an event. It was like an event yeah. to sit in the bath. And so like that, I mean, granted, I probably maybe stayed like 10 minutes in the bath. That for me was like a, a, a good, a good go of things. Um, yeah. But like I, I made it, I made it a thing. It was like, welcome to your bath. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I think everything things right now, I have to say, like everything is a thing. It's yes. not just walking from one side of the house to the other is, is a thing. It's, it's a thing that's happening. And yeah. Like there was no, there was no chill involved in this. It, it, it there were candles involved. It was like, it was, <laughs> You need a bath to de-stress yourself from the first complicated bath you took when you're like, Woo, I got all that ready. I did all that stuff. 
10 minutes. Oh, God. Oh. Yeah. It's like once I got in there, I was like, did I do it right? Like, is this a bath? Do I have the right feelings? Am I supposed to feel like this? And it's almost like a redefinition of like, well, what do you value? And so it's like, you know, do you value doing a whole bunch of things at once? Can you value that you might be at different paces? Or I love what someone, um, it was my podcast producer who I was talking to just prior to the interview where she had said like uh, that this hasn't been a great week, like mental health wise. And I was like, Hey, I'm really sorry to hear that. And she's like, yeah, she's just like, you know, everything's up and down. And uh, she said that she considered it a C week. And I said, what do you mean a C week? And she's like, you know, you pass the class. <laughs> I was like, Oh, one of those, like, it doesn't have to be good. It just has to be done. <laughs> she's yeah, like, yeah, yes. yeah. On to the next. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that for some people that can be, you know, a challenge to one's self-esteem or to one's ego, but especially at this point in time, like there are certain things where it's like, did you get it done? Excellent. That's, yeah, that's what we're aiming for. <laughs> Just well, like We've got each other to talk about it because I think we're all having those C weeks and we're all having those F days and we're all having, <laughs> yes. you know, we're all having them and it doesn't matter how productive or unproductive we're being mentally, we're having them. And yes. There is mornings I wake up and I'm like, oh my God, you know, and it, and it just like colors my whole day. It's just mm-hmm. not, not in the mood for it. And, yep. um, and then there are other days where you'd almost think there was no pandemic going on with whatever's happening in my brain, you know, it's just yep. leading me down a different path. So it is incredibly acceptable to have the full range of good and total shit. Right yes. Um, and yeah. And and every, anytime I'm feeling like, why am I not handling this better in any moment or any day? Oh, all it takes is talking to a single one of my friends, anybody, anybody, and everybody is feeling the same way. So it immediately just makes you feel, okay, you're not losing it. You know, you're not, you're not, it's not going to be the same forever and you're going to get out of it. Um, yeah. Cause we're all doing it right now. Yeah. And it's certainly, it's it's kind of accepting all parts of yourself and the experience to be like, yeah. all right, some of this is going to be incredible and I'm going to totally learn a new way to edit videos and it's going to be amazing. And other days you're like, cool, I don't know how to take a bath. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> it totally. And I would like, you know, I'd be so happy when I was making the video and when it was done, I'd feel such a sense of depression. Like, mm. you know what I mean? Like, Oh, that was, I was like, I had escaped into it for four days. You know, yeah. Nothing else existed. It was just that. And it was so wonderful. And you come out the other side. First, you have a sense of accomplishment. It lasts for me only like five seconds. Um, and then I need the next thing. Yep. So, yeah, but it's like, oh no, like you're just like back to square one, right? Like, what do I do now? Okay, maybe I'll just go hit that closet and see what the hell I can find or whatever it is. You know? <laughs> um I think I'm going to learn how to knit a sweater that covers my whole house. I mean, I don't know what <laughs> you need. You need like an objective, and without one, you just are like, "Fuck! What do I do? What do I do?" Um, yeah. So you know, uh, that's so funny. And like in the before times, a lot of times I would ask people about how they balance their time with their multiple endeavors, and now that's almost like the opposite though like you said it's it's strange our experience of time right now that you're like oh my god it's somehow 5 a.m and like 
I've experienced that too, where I, I feel like time has become like almost more mushy than it was prior to this. Super <laughs> mushy, yeah. Time and what is days and what is months? What is any of it? It's like it's two things. It's like either it's light out, it's dark out, it's yep. raining, or it's not, and yep. that's it. And I don't need any more information than that. Yeah, you could just look out the window. I mean. Yeah. Totally. And you just, you know, take, lay all your clothes out. Just all of them. Just lay them all out. Just see what you've really got there. Just, just roll around in them. Roll just Roll around in them. And the ones that stick to your body are the ones that you wear. <laughs> oh. oh my God. Yeah. And like, it's a strange way to redefine yourself during this period. Cause I was looking at some of the other stuff. It was cool. Like getting to look at what you've been up to during your career, like one does before one interviews someone. Um, I was like, ah, you've worked on so much cool stuff. And like, even now I'm like, okay, cool. Like you're remaining curious about what other stuff you can work on. And in a way being even more deliberate about it, which I find so fascinating that it's like, you're forced to slow down. (laughs) Really consider each thing. And I'm like, you know, seeing a prolific artist like you doing that, I was like, I'm, I'm so fascinated to see in the next like year or two, like what comes out of that. So am I. I'm so curious. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to see what all artists and writers, musicians, everybody, you know, especially creatives, like how we, how we've processed this experience that we've had, which is unique in every sense and what we've done with it and what work we've come up with. And I think it's going to be, I mean, I really think it's going to be like some kind of arts and philosophy and, you know, musical renaissance, you know, I think everything is going to have to start over. And and a big part of that for me, what's so interesting is like what kind of creative things happen. Um, And I'm not talking about like technology or anything like that. I'm just talking about like the work, you know, Yeah. how advanced did the work get when you had nothing but the work? Yep. Nothing else, you know. Um, it makes me excited, and it makes me excited to be part of that, and it makes me excited to push myself. And I back to the homeschooling thing. It's like every aspect, you know, any kind of like learning, all of it. It all gets funneled into like whatever creative thing you're doing, and the more you can fill your mind with interesting things and and um, just other ideas other other art forms anything you know i think the better off you are your toolbox gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and that's really cool yeah and that's it's fascinating that you framed it that way because i was thinking about that you almost created different experiences for yourself by creating in those different ways that i don't know if this happens for you but if i if i kind of don't go out and live enough it's yeah. like I can certainly write things from my imagination, obviously, and drawing upon past experiences, but it's almost like to write, I have to go through different experiences and then they go through whatever weird internal blender experience happens within my mind and then it it comes out in the work. And so if I don't have external stimulus, it's like I I need to somehow create it on my own. And it sounds like you did that through a lot of your creative experiences outside of music just now where it's like, okay where can I get some of this like external <laughs> external you know, stimulation from? I'm obsessed with people. And I'm obsessed with the way people talk and the things that they say and the way that they move and the relationships that we all have. And it's very weird as an artist to not have those things in front of my face. You know, those 
happen chances where you see someone having a crazy conversation or you just like you're in a crowded room. I mean, I love nothing more than being alone in a super crowded bar writing in my book, not talking to anyone, but I am mm -hmm. so stimulated by what's going on around me. It's the most exciting thing. I can't do that now. So that, you know, so much has come from, from that for me, you know, especially a life being on tour, like literally yes. living in bars, playing, in them, <laughs> you know, um, so it is really, it is really strange. And that's why I think why I was like started to draw the news and I started to like, just have things on that I could people, I need to hear them, you know, yeah. to see them. I don't care if I know them or not. You know, I just need that, uh, sign of life pretty commonly, like all the time, you know? Yeah. Um, and it helps and it spurs me on and it's definitely less lonely that way, but yeah, it's going to be interesting not having those experiences in real life for a while. I mean, it hasn't yeah, and, so far. No. And that's so poignant about drawing the news in that way. I hadn't thought of it that way. Initially, when you had said it, it was so interesting that it was like, almost like, kind of like a gestural reaction to it. But like thinking about it that way, that it's, you know, it's your reaction to people and it's your reaction to the interactions of others. And I'm just like, oh, that's, <laughs> that makes it even more poignant that that's like, it's your interacting with the news I was like, yeah. oh, wow these are my buddies this is who uh -huh. i'm hanging out with <laughs> uh -huh. i was just like maybe you'll branch out to like newsome and like i was just like there's you know <laughs> 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 oh because yeah i i relate to that very much where i really there's a few cafes especially some of the late night ones in la that like i'll go with my notebook and then just a book um, I like to read in cafes as well, where yeah. I, I like to be kind of in almost like a reflective space around other people. Yeah. Feels safe, doesn't it? it feels yeah, it feels, it feels so, so cozy. And comfortable in a crowd. It's really a wonderful thing. Yeah. And like, I miss, I miss that because I have so many like journals and notebooks from like teenagerhood onward. And so I'd always go to the pig and not because, I mean, not to diss the pig, but it's not like any of their food products are the most superlative. It's only because it's the pig and right. you can go and sit and people watch. You can either people watch outside and watch everyone on the block, or you can go to like the little forest room that used to be the Moroccan room in the back. Or you can like, <laughs> it's like, it's just, that's one of my favorite places to just go and write because you always are watching people there. There's always something happening there. I love sitting out on that sidewalk. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I miss, I miss doing that. And I hadn't thought of that in the context of what you're doing, but I realized that like, I definitely do that too, because you're picking up on the energy of everyone around you. And the next thing I know, I'd be writing almost like little vignettes based on what yeah. other people are doing. Totally. 100%. I mean, that's it. It's just observation. It's an observation is key when you're creative, you know, otherwise you're just writing about yourself all the time. And that's just gets a little much. It's like, uh, I like, yes. I, I love, I love watching people. I love listening to people and I love being surrounded by them. You know, it's a really great energy. Do you know that the Oaks closed? What? Yeah. Jamie told me there were selling everything in there for 50% off or selling <gasps> they closed like closed closed or like temporary closed or like closed closed I think I mean I really hope I think closed closed I can't, mm -hmm. can't really check that but like that's what it sounded like and that was only like three weeks into this I I must admit like 
I I cry watching things all the time. Like I cry if someone else is going through a tough experience, but like I rarely myself cry. Yeah. I definitely cried when Swingers Diner closed because Me too. Oh my god. Oh. I know that's just like my I just remember. I mean that's like my 20s. It just Uh-huh. Damn it. I know. I was, I was like how many of the vegan uh Rice Krispie treats like I, I, I think that probably like is your cell turnover? It's like every seven years. So I think that there's still like a lot of my cells that are made of the vegan rice crispy treat. It's <laughs> <laughs> like they're they're still in there. Yeah. Um, I love those vegan grilled cheese sandwiches. Uh, so many of those. I mean, a thousand of them. When yeah. I, Jamie and I were working on our it was our second record, um, and we. We did a lot of that in LA and we were staying in a little motel around there, like a few blocks away. And so uh-huh. we lived at that cafe. Oh my that God. Diner. Um, yep. Always a, always a go-to like after like late shows or things like that. So I just love that place. I can't believe it. I know. Like, and they didn't even, there are places around LA that have been having like, you know, like fundraisers to, to stay open. Like the Troubadour just met their funding goal, which is great. Awesome. Um, which I was, I was so relieved about that. I donated to like the bootleg, like, and it's, it made me just so sad. Like, and that's why I've been making the effort to make sure that I get takeout once a week from some of my favorite spots because I'm like, Oh no, Oh no, we lost swingers. We're not allowed to lose more of you guys. Like, (laughs) I'm like, uh, 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 I will eat all your food. I am very ambitious about that right now. (laughs) You're like, I'll, 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 I'll make a bath and I'll sit in the bath and I'll eat your food. I'll do whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. I'll another bath if it'll save you. Seriously, um, this is what's going down in the history books. It's like, how did you save culture? Well, you see, I took a bath and I ate a lot of the vegan breakfast sandwiches from locally. <laughs> <laughs> you what? Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's getting silly. Uh, but yeah, you know, I, I'm just, I'm so terrified of, you know, well, I just know it's going to be like a funeral procession when I go back on tour and I go like my, the, it feels like the, the world is my second home. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I have all my favorite places in every major city across the globe and the hotels. I love the diners. I love the cafes, the restaurants, the bars, the, you know, all those things. And it's, this is happening everywhere. And I just know that that first couple years of touring back it's going to be me going like, let's go to that. And then it not being there, you know, and that's yeah. just thinking. And I could get really depressed about that. But then I, but then I keep reminding myself, man, it's really fucking wonderful that you got to do all that. And you got to spend all that time in those places. And I'm so thankful, you know, and if anything, I'm sorry that, you know, another generation won't get that same experience because these places have been there for you know, a hundred years and more. They're so special and they're such a huge part of like coming of age for me and um, in my work and seeing the world. And, and I, and I'm thankful, I'm thankful that I'm such a, like I take photos of everything and I write down everything. And like, I have this incredible, like vast amount of documentation for myself that no one sees, but like, yes, I was there (laughs) and I did that. And you, you know, if you need a reminder, just there it is. And one of those hundred thousand books in your closet, but I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad I got to experience all that. I hope that it's not as bad. Um, I hope it's not that bad. I hope not that many places disappear, but 
I know that some will, and there'll be a little heartbreak there for sure yeah. around the world. Well, knowing that you have that that record of them yourself, and I was thinking what you said about like that future, you know, the future generation may not have had the same experience. And on one hand, I was like, well, they will build new experiences, but also like, yeah. I don't know if you ever want to share any of those photos or any of those things, but I was like, that in and of itself is so beautiful that you have almost like this personal visual memoir of where you were. Yeah. Yeah. Jamie and I take a lot of photos. It's all we really do on the road. We just walk around and we take photos and we go out and we take photos and yeah, it's always been a practice or I mean, we, we've been doing it both of us since we were really young. So mm-hmm. um, it's definitely something we share and I'm glad we have all of that stuff, you know? Um, and you know, if it's on my iPhone, like I'm never looking at it again. So, <laughs> you know, it's doesn't exist really. It was yeah. kind of pointless that I even took it. Um, yeah. So I really have to keep trying to always use a camera. But yeah, it's going to be interesting. Whatever happens, I mean, like there's going to be new wonderful things that are going to happen and take place, and they'll be awesome. And, um, but yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, it's it's strange to be, I guess, as a kid who loved history, it's very strange to be uh, living in history. Well, it's like when I go to New York, you know, and because I'm so obsessed with the 60s and 70s in New York, and then I get there in the 90s, and I'm like, where's all that shit that's in all this? <laughs> well, guess what? It closed down. That's just what happens. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's just in books. So it's like, you can't have everything. You just, <laughs> it's gonna, things change, things evolve, new places, you know pop up and other places disappear but um yeah it's the end of an era for sure in so many ways and um unless some sort of by magic trick it's not but that's what it feels like it really it it feels i i was saying to someone that it feels like this is the dark ages like com- complete with a plague mind you um uh, prior to the renaissance that you know the last few years i've been saying that like i feel like it's like the dark ages where it's like something something has to give like it's gotten weird and and grim um and what comes next and apparently what came next was an actual plague and murder hornets um but uh <laughs> I was like i was like we didn't have to be so literal about this is murder hornets real what the fuck are they i why am i why is everyone talking about murder hornets and then today i saw a picture and they're very large and it scared me what they're are they very large and i would prefer that they they not be the b plot in our current disaster movie um yeah. like murder you I think that they just murder you. I think that they are. I, I think, Come on. I think that maybe, maybe the name is evocative. Um, like, God, I don't like that at all. I don't like no. insects. Not at all. Don't not worry. a fan. Not a fan. Um, but I keep figuring, I'm like, okay, if this is how, like, absurd and surreal, like, the denouement is from this whole, like, you know, like, Western hegemony and productivity and all this stuff, it's like, okay, this has obviously come to, it's, like, crashing and completely bizarre end. Um, so it's like, okay, well, well, what comes after? And I was like, well, logically, the Renaissance comes after. Like, shit got real messy for a while. Um, and then, <laughs> then we have the Renaissance. <laughs> so like, I'm like, okay, if I can stick around. Um, yeah, we cross we, our fingers. Let me know. We'll do a break here pretty soon. But we fucked a lot of shit up. So I'm saying, like, it's all right. We have all been put in detention right now. <laughs> We've been put in detention. <laughs> 
uh, let's just learn our lesson, yeah? <laughs> seriously, seriously. I feel like in some ways it was like, and this is why you can't have nice things. And you're like, ah! <laughs> you will learn to take a bath for longer than 10 minutes. If that's the only thing you accomplished during this time, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to, we made it there. Maybe next time, it's almost like meditation, where maybe like, Maybe, maybe that's the lesson of this is like, this is why people are so stoked on meditation. I mean, it is, it is pretty awesome. I do it. And for someone like me to do something like that, it's like a real twist, you know, it's, uh, I it's started tricky. doing DM like six, no, it was like a year ago now. And it was, it is totally life-changing for me. It just like shut me the fuck up for 20 wow. minutes two times a day and the amount of ideas and crazy things I see. And like, I just like, I can't wait to come out of it. Cause I need to write all this stuff down. And I'm, mm. I really like it for ideas. It's a beautiful thing. Um, but yeah, it's definitely helped me during this. I think for real, I don't have anxiety like I used to before that mm. it's kind of went away. That's fascinating. It's pretty cool. Yeah. It's really helped me. Um, and I and I don't know what I would do without it right now. I'm like, if ever I get stuck, I'm like, it's because you haven't meditated yet. Let's do that. And then and then I'm ready to go. And then you're good. That's yeah. I'm fascinated by it because of how it changes how you think and perceive things. Yeah. It's nice. It's really, really I mean, there's no other way of putting it. It's just really nice. And I can tell it's good for me. I can absolutely tell. My, my like stress and my capacity to handle things and focus is just mm -hmm. much improved. Cool. Sure. Yeah. So it sounds like it's funny. I usually wrap up by being like, what would you suggest to people? But right now I'm just like, there's no rules. <laughs> Do whatever you want. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like remaining curious, being compassionate to yourself trying meditation, maybe paint some fabric, be bad at things at first and it's okay. okay. Um, <laughs> Pick up a new language and just get excited about maybe going to that country one of these days and using it. Who knows? You know, Who whatever. knows? Hey, anything, just whatever gets you through the day um, and gets a smile on your face sometimes. It's like, that's all we need right now. Another thing where I was like so surprised I stuck with it because I, that's, I've been doing that. I think I'm on like year three now on that. Oh, wow. Like in third year Spanish, I mean, I can't say shit, but like I read it really well. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't know. It's like a fun game to play with myself. I like it. I love it. I I I guess I'll just look up. There's got to be another resource online to learn Icelandic. It's a it's a fascinatingly complex language. Well, good luck with that. I have to well, say. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> It's not easy. <laughs> well, it's been a pleasure. Thank you again. I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Take care okay. over there. <laughs> you too. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us for this week's episode of Why Not Both. If you liked what you heard, please make sure to like us and subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform. You can also come hang out with us on social media. We are at WNB the podcast, both on Instagram and Twitter. This season, we are brought to you by Under the Radar. Under the Radar is a nationally distributed print, music, and entertainment magazine and website. You can find them at www.undertheradarmag.com and feel free to support them on Patreon. Extra special thanks to our producer, Laura Studeris, who has been absolutely amazing. Thank you again, and I look forward to next week's episode. Music.